Thrive, flourish, unleash your buried treasure. This is the Exponentially Empowered Podcast with Joel Vine. Through conscious action and authentic self-connection, empower yourself to write your own script. Hey, it's Joel, episode 33, Exponentially Empowered Podcast. Grateful for you taking the time to listen today. You could be doing anything else. That is the opportunity cost. The next best thing you could be doing is the opportunity cost. Whenever you make a choice to engage in any activity, any human action. So grateful for you taking the time to listen and putting your attention here. And we're going to touch on this topic of opportunity cost today, but again, want to thank you for listening to season two and I hope you're getting value out of this season. We saw the most downloads in July, 2020 that we've seen since the podcast started. So that's exciting. Uh, I'm really doing the podcast for me in a sense. I enjoy the creative process and the self-expression and I want to make sure that I'm doing it for me first and foremost, because that's a reason in and of itself. But then I also know that you're going to get more value when I'm enjoying what I'm doing and intrinsically motivated and creating that win-win. So I hope you're getting value out of some of these episodes with the different guests we've had, such as Wes Bertrand last week, the longest episode we've ever had, really diving into these crucial, essential matters of the psyche and developing clarity about why systems exist in the world that are coercive and how those tie into the inner world itself. These dynamics of fear in the psyche and the lack of trust and integration within the psyche and employing these wonderful gifts and tools of internal family systems therapy and nonviolent communication and seeing that we're seeking to get our needs met and developing that harmony within the psyche is the first step towards building a world without coercion, a world of freedom, a world of win-win, a world of compassion, a world of openness. How wonderful would that be? And often we need to develop that concept, that vision, knowing that nothing happens unless first a dream. Saying, we could have a world without borders, without violence, without war, without child abuse. But we need to take the first step. Dreams don't come true, decisions do. Dreams don't come true, decisions do. So what can you do today to move the needle forward for the species, but really for your own life to become happier, become more integrated, to become more grounded, to become more peaceful, to become more authentic? Move the needle forward 1% today and watch those results compound and you can have an impact on building the world that humans really ought to enjoy. So hope you've been getting value as well from 
the interviews with Praxis alum, Ali Bazan and Mitchell Broderick, Jackson Sullivan. These young folks are forging the path, creating their own script, taking charge of their lives, their careers, thinking critically and creatively, and they're really inspiring. So definitely continue to soak up all of these ideas from this season two of the podcast and find ways to apply them and glean inspiration. So anyway, thanks again for listening to season two and definitely do us a favor and try to get this message out to more people because we want these wonderfully empowering ideas to integrate into the minds of as many people as possible so they can live with more harmony and happiness. So consider writing a review on iTunes, rating five stars, or sharing it with a friend. So let's move forward to opportunity cost. This is a key concept for living intentionally and consciously. The nature of opportunity cost is evaluating any decision, major decision, minor decision, micro decision, and saying, if I'm going to put my time towards this, what am I missing out on? What am I not doing? Because you can only do one action at a time. Right now I'm speaking into this microphone and I am not doing another activity because I'm doing this one activity. And that sounds sort of mundane perhaps, but if you apply that principle to every decision you make, you begin to heighten the sense of awareness and consciousness and intentionality about your day. And you say, how could I use this time, allocate this time differently? When I wake up in the morning, what's the first thing that I do? Am I conscious of that? Or am I doing that on autopilot? By scrolling on my phone as soon as I wake up, What's the opportunity cost of that? Not even just the cost of that, because sometimes that can be sort of after you scroll, you don't really feel energized. Not only that cost, but what could I be doing differently with my time and attention? How could I be moving my day forward in a productive and creative way that brings me more fulfillment? What could I do that perhaps is a sense of delayed gratification, or maybe it's a challenging activity? that's going to provide beneficial results that permeate throughout my future, right? Are you doing an action for the present or are you doing an action that's going to nurture your future? Engaging with empathy towards the future self. So the morning is a great place to start with this just in terms of your, your own day, not to mention life decisions. Like, are you going to go to college? Are you going to, uh, Spend the rest of your life with a certain person. Are you going to go on a major trip? Those are decisions that have opportunity costs as well. But even just drilling this down to the, the smaller habits of our days, when you spend one hour engaged in journaling or reading deeply or putting your phone in the drawer or calling a friend, having a meaningful conversation, 
when you're doing those meaningful, enriching activities that's benefiting you going into the future, and you're not doing some of those other activities. So it's not so much about good versus bad habit. We say that good versus bad, and we tend to have this negative self-talk of I'm doing a bad habit right now. I shouldn't be doing that. And it's so much in this moralistic judgment framework. But when you simply engage consciousness and understand opportunity cost and understand how is this decision going to ripple into the future? How is this going to benefit my future self? What is the value of this activity? What could I be doing instead? Am I going to wake up and consume even listening to a podcast? I mean, hopefully you're getting lots of enrichment out of listening to this podcast, but when you're listening to a podcast, you're consuming rather than creating. Are you mindful of your ratio between creating and consuming? What could you be doing right now? Do you need to pause this podcast and say, you know what? I'm going to work for 30 minutes on creating a blog post or working on my business, working on a project that brings me value. That's the opportunity cost. It's a little bit more difficult than listening to a podcast. So there's no right or wrong answer here in how you spend your time. There's no good or bad, should and shouldn'ts. If we let go of that entire paradigm and we simply take note of cause and effect and take note of that you are responsible for your time. No one else is. Heightening your awareness of what could I be doing instead? And this goes into the realm of social time. And if someone invites you to go hang out, grab lunch, go to a dinner, go to a, an event. Well, you want to ask yourself maybe, first of all, do I love this? Does this sound really exciting? Is this a heck yes kind of, kind of experience? And if it's not, then maybe considering what's the opportunity cost. If I don't go spend this time on a Saturday afternoon with these people, what could I do instead? Maybe I need to spend that Saturday afternoon walking in nature on my own and clearing my head. And that's going to provide value. It's better than, than going to that social engagement. Or who else could I be spending time with? As soon as you choose to spend time with a certain individual or a certain group, that means you're not spending time with another individual or another group. Or even having a phone call. Trying to get phone calls scheduled in with people. Well, are you being conscious about that relationship? Do you really gain value out of that? Or are you calling somebody out of, out of obligation? Not only that, what's the opportunity cost of calling that person? Invest, you're investing your time and energy into a relationship when you spend time with somebody. Where else could you allocate that time? Go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. So if you're spending time with people who don't really uplift you, you're missing out on the chance to go find people who do uplift you, who do see you. So this applies in every direction. What book are you choosing to read right now? There's millions of books that you could be reading. 
So are you reading one you really love? Think critically and creatively about what you are going to do with your attention. What are you going to consume? Are you watching the news for 30 minutes at 5 p.m. every night? What's the opportunity cost, let alone just the cost of consuming information that is not uplifting, that is not empowering, that is a drag oftentimes? Because it's not the news, it's the bad news. It's negativity bias. Not only the cost of the actual activity, what is the opportunity cost? What could you be doing instead with that 30 minutes at 5 p.m. every day? Are you aware? This applies in money. Every time you spend five bucks, you could be spending that in another direction. You could be investing it, saving it, pocketing that, or spending it towards something else. How, how else could I spend this money is a great way to live consciously, heighten awareness. How else could I spend this time? Or in the realm of your career, how many of us choose a major when we're 18 and we have this single track mindset of this is what I'm going to do. We box ourselves in to this conveyor belt of of, of singularity in this one profession. Well, maybe that works for you, but the question becomes, are you conscious? How else could you work professionally? Is there a new creative way you can engage in numerous or multiple fields at once create a portfolio career or maybe you want to do one career are you conscious are you riding off of unconscious momentum from when you made a decision when you're 17 18 years old are you really in touch developing self-knowledge about what you really want for this one life because if you put all your eggs into one career path That means you're not putting those eggs into another career path or a variety of paths. You only have, when, as soon as you spend time, it's, it's gone. So looking ahead into your future, how are you going to direct your attention and time and energy? So hopefully that's been valuable. We'll wrap it up there and give you that little dose of critical thinking about your own time to increase your awareness. And in the meantime, hope you're doing well and staying healthy and creative, and we'll talk to you soon.